Instagram live. Correct. And so moving on to uh, our our episode today, uh, you're going to address us with regards to exercises and posture in Bojuryu Karate. So my mm-hmm. first question to you would be, what is the importance of fitness in martial arts and how have martial arts, particularly uh, Gojuryu Karate, incorporated fitness within themselves? Well, martial arts and fitness go hand in glove. You can't do one without the other. If you're not fit, you will get fit in training in martial arts. Okay? But basically, mm-hmm. this uh, uh, it is helpful to think about physical fitness in relation to martial arts training in the specificity of training. By that, I mean, if, if you're, for example, if you're a sprinter, right, you'll do heavyweight training, get power in the leg, get power in the whole body. Mm-hmm. You won't do plyometric training, which a marathon runner mm-hmm. would do, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. the same way in, in martial arts, we incorporate all the aspects of fitness, which basically uh, is uh, divided into many different categories. We have cardiovascular fitness or aerobic fitness. We have strength training, right, as against power training also. Mm-hmm. So you have two different forms of strength and power. Uh, then you have uh, you have flexibility, you have uh, balance and coordination. So all these aspects come into the gamut of, uh, of uh, martial arts in general. Okay? But uh, again, there is differentiation in between the martial arts. For example, a judoka would train in heavyweight training because it consists of grappling and throwing your opponent and grappling on the ground. Hmm. Radhika, on the other hand, also grapples. But that is not the main forte. The main forte is hmm. kick, punch, block. So agility is very important. Speed is very important. Strength and power is very important too. And in order to understand this, uh, no matter what your level in whatever sport you're doing, you have to undergo fitness training alongside it. So, mm-hmm. if you're, for example, if you're doing, uh, uh, you're doing punches, which employs the whole body, basically, when you're punching mm-hmm. something, right? But also, it mainly focuses on the shoulder, the chest, the lats, the back, the scapulae, the rotator cuff, right? Mm. The, uh, the, tra- uh, the flexors, the extensors of the arm, right? And the positioning of the mm-hmm. fist. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, all these aspects go hand in glove, so to speak. And, uh, and in, in our system of training, we have all the comp- components of fitness. Basic yes. actions give you cardiovascular fitness. When you're doing 100 punches, 100 kicks, 100 blocks, right? This increases your cardiovascular capacity. When you do this in right. movement, karate is mm. not stationary. You don't stay in one place and fight a person. You're moving all the time. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you're moving, it compounds, it increases your cardiovascular fitness. Correct. Right? Okay. Strength training comes from the millions of repetitions you do. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of repetitions of the same action every single training session. Hmm. Okay? 
regardless of your level of uh, expertise you can be a white belt or you can be a very senior uh, black belt all right mm-hmm. i do basics along with my students every single basic term right i'll explain that a little later mm-hmm. uh then you have uh, for example you have for power training we have what we call hojo undo which is supplementary mm-hmm. training okay uh mm-hmm. supplementary training and this includes uh, different implements like chi shi kongo ken again i'll explain those implements a little later down the down the line so to speak yes uh and you have uh, uh flexibility which we use uh, active uh, and passive uh, flexible exercises so to speak mm-hmm. flexibility and uh the active is done in the warm up uh, whereas the passive is done in the cool down okay and we also yeah. use a lot of pnf stretching in the cool down okay especially for people who have a slight tight shoulder blades or tight back lower back you know problems mm-hmm. with the lower back i have students mm-hmm. who been with me now for the last 40 years regularly training every single term okay mm. and you know some of them never uh shaker parish yes. and all the rest yes. z you know z of course so yes. all these people have been there for the last 35 plus years okay and mm. they're training they're doing the same thing i'm doing every single day of my life practically okay in fact this pandemic has given me uh, a little more free time in that i can do my own training far more often than i could mm. otherwise Mm. uh then you have uh right uh, for example uh, let me let me just very shortly uh explain uh, the differentiation between uh strength training and power training okay for strength training yes. i would do 3 minute rounds uh 3 3 minute rounds of uh, against the heavy bag Mm. Okay this would give me a lot of strength in my kicks and my punches and my blocks okay in my strikes right whereas if i wanted power i would hit the makiwara just 10 times maybe one but every single time with all the power in that one punch okay correct mm-hmm. right so that would be power training okay using the entire okay. body body a power the whole body right from my toes right up to my head and neck mm. uh we utilize in uh uh in just that one punch on the makiwara post mm. or the hitting hitting wooden hitting post that we have mm. so so it incorporates all these aspects and most importantly balance and coordination this comes in the field of kata where you're mm. moving okay and kata is basically choreographed forms right correct uh, which have been choreographed by uh, teachers 500 years ago and down the line experts in their own field right right and in fact uh, sanchin which is the breathing kata is hmm. also one of the oldest katas there is uh, as a sanchin also for example which is the self defense kata so mm-hmm. you have these uh, and these katas you're moving in some of the katas moving very fast and there's the timing a cadence 
that has to be observed between the attack mm-hmm. the defense so you're using isometric and isotonic movements all the time mm mm-hmm. okay uh mm-hmm. so having said that i think that uh, explains uh the your question of how does martial arts incorporate fitness and we incorporate right. fitness in all aspects right like yes. for example we would do uh, sugiwaza okay that is punching technique then i'd make mm. them do 30 40 uh, uh power press ups okay then we do 10 press ups with a push up like a push up okay push up with the clap hands push up with the uh chest clap you know that just go down again all right so that again Correct. would be plyometric training okay mm. increasing your strength potential all right mm. then we do another type of push up which would be isometric so what you do is you start up in the push up position on your knuckles we never mm. let the kids we never let the kids do knuckle push up no correct mm. okay because they're still mm. growing the bones haven't formed right mm. so it will be detrimental to them to do that so after 16 17 then we start knuckle push up okay okay uh the other aspect uh, okay so uh we also do isometric push ups where you hold the position for 10 seconds when mm. you come down 1 inch you just lower yourself 1 inch you hold another 10 seconds again lower yourself 1 inch hold yourself another 10 seconds until you all the way down so you you held each successive position it takes about uh 10 of these movements to get to the bottom mm-hmm. position okay so that's okay uh, nearly 100 seconds you've done over there and then you do mm-hmm. the same thing coming up 10 seconds hold out one inch another one inch up 10 seconds hold out another one inch up so you training both isometric and isotonic Correct. I think that mm. answers your question in in full, so to speak. Yes, 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 for sure. <laughs> awesome, sensei. Uh, uh, and uh, speaking of posture, why is posture given so much importance by you and uh, Gojuryu Karate in general uh, while practicing the the art? Okay. Two most important factors in any endeavor in life, basically. when it comes to health and fitness right is breathing and posture okay you don't breathe you die that's simple as that okay and you don't breathe well you lower your longevity span okay all right so breathing is very important as we all know posture we are all born with perfect posture you see a newborn baby or a 6 month old baby it'll have a perfect cadence of breathing it's breathing from the tummy from the diaphragm mm. as well as from the chest it's it's using the entire diaphragmatic unit to mm. uh, to breathe the tummy the diaphragm chest everything right and head is held correctly in relation to the spine okay whether he is on his fours or whether he is lying down or whether he is flipping over that breathing never stops that perfect breathing never stops when he starts mm. sitting up and toddling around posture is still perfect unfortunately as he grows up he loses this natural ability of innate perfect posture mm. by looking mm. at our parents by looking at our peers and 
aping them subconsciously you're not even aware that you're doing mm. it okay mm. your father has a stooped shoulder you automatically start walking like that with the stooped shoulder right because right. you're looking up he he's your god at that time at a certain point of life yeah. okay all right he's everything to you okay mm. so you, it's it's very natural for you subconsciously to emulate him somebody you 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 look up to your peer the same mm. thing if he has a springy step you'll also start walking with the springy motion mm. so unfortunately most uh, uh in fact all professional in the field of sports fitness you see the posture dancer perfect posture yoga practitioner mm. perfect posture especially yep. ashtanga yoga okay hmm ashtanga and uh, ayengar yoga perfect posture super hmm. all right uh martial arts all martial arts unfortunately as i keep telling my students martial art doesn't end and begin in the dojo martial arts is throughout 24/7 correct one of the things 24/7 that goes hand in glove is the breathing and the posture okay a lot of people come up to me and say my knees are hurting my back is hurting i've gone to the doctors i've gone to the physiotherapist but nothing seems to work okay i look at him i correct the posture 3 days later he comes back and says there's no pain <laughs> okay so uh, mm. this can happen time and again the other factor is uh, posture is so important because if you if you have an uncoordinated body like if, for example if you a simple technical i mean simple explanation i'll give you is your quads quadriceps that the front thigh muscle right mm. as against your hamstring okay now yeah. all our movements are normally geared forward everything we do is in a forward momentum okay mm. unless we make the effort to equally strengthen the hamstrings and if this hamstrings are not strengthened to 80% of your quadriceps mm. it will shorten the muscle will shorten it will atrophy it will mm. lose its tenacity and strength that will pull on your gluteus uh muscle which is a butt mm-hmm. basically all right but yeah. the uh, all all three aspects the medius the minimus and the gluteus maximus this in turn will then start slowly recurring up the back and your erector spinae muscles which are your muscles along your spine that come down mm-hmm. will get weak and then the spine is taking mm-hmm. the strain not the muscle the spine is mm-hmm. not supposed to take the strain it's it's there to give you balance and mobility it's not it's mm-hmm. not there to take the strain muscles are there to take the strain right Correct. similarly as are the joints the joints are for mobility and movement not to take the strain i have seen so many people uh doing exercises with locked knees where the patella is jammed hmm. okay there's no movement in the patella it's not relaxed right and this creates a whole palatria of uh, injuries and uh you can get a strained injury in the neck because of lock lock knees hmm. and it can also affect your ankles so posture is very very important 
for having said that also i uh, one more point i'd like to stress on mm-hmm. is the compatibility between the different areas of your body for example your, your your lower body and your upper body that means from the waist up and the waist down should be equally strong okay right okay. uh your core most people think of core as just the abdominal not true correct okay. the core works all the way from your shoulder uh, shoulders right down to the back of the knee all muscles involved over here are core muscles yes okay right i mean you are an exercise physiologist i shouldn't be telling you this but uh, this is more for the others who are listening so uh, yeah, yeah. i mean sensor you will be surprised there are so many fitness trainers even now who when they talk about core they're just making people do abs that's all it's so bad <laughs> yeah so i'm glad you brought this up again okay yeah i've seen that too unfortunately i've seen that too yeah yeah uh i had a student once he used to come to my gym he was an instructor in one of the very big gyms also uh mm-hmm. no names mentioned uh yeah. and he used to tell all the people give them all these technical terms and medical terms of the about the muscle okay and i asked him i said i asked him once i said uh, my gastrocnemius muscle is really hurting what do i do to relieve it can you give me some uh advice this is the i eat mm-hmm. less eat oh. less eat up the gastrocnemius yeah. muscle was in the stomach <laughs> oh god oh so god there you have it okay <laughs> Oh. All right. Oh, I can't just believe believe what he just said. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Okay. Anyway, plus, uh, I would say close to ninety percent of aches and pains, which are not related to injuries or diseases, right, are posture related. and unfortunately even most doctors and physios and uh, like you said physios and uh, uh therapists right mm-hmm. work if if you say there's something wrong with my knee they'll give you exercises essentially for the knee but they forget mm. the bigger picture the whole okay. body what the whole body mm. doing is linked to the knee right so that is very important to understand so i would say fitness uh I mean, posture and breathing are the two most important aspects for good health, uh, longevity, and uh, excel in any endeavors of fitness and health. Whether it's just calisthenic, whether it's football, whether it's tennis, right? As long as your posture is concerned and your posture is looked after, and you look after your posture consciously. it has to be a conscious uh, uh, effort initially effort. Mm. until mm-hmm. it becomes it comes gets into your subconscious and then then your shoulder the back your neck is stuck in your tummy is stuck in your glutes are slightly tight so there so all the right muscles take the load and Correct. most importantly you're not fighting gravity mm-hmm. and understand this gravity will always win Yes, of course. 
gravity will win no matter what you are no matter how fit mm. you are gravity will win so always work mm. in accordance with gravity not against gravity let the mm. right muscle take the weight not the wrong muscle so if you do do an exercise for example most of us are either right handed or left handed the very few of us ambidextrous okay mm. so if you're right handed do more techniques with the left hand so you bring the the muscle or the the performance or the uh the training equal in both your hands okay hmm. all right uh same thing with the front and the back of the body same thing with the upper body and the lower body same thing with the right side and the left side okay hmm. so all these aspects of posture are so very important but given neglected to such an extent i feel sad i feel like crying sometimes <laughs> I all totally understand what you're saying. All laughing. So yeah, so people with kyphosis, people with rhodosis, they don't realize the damage they're doing to their body. Mm-hmm. Or flat back for example. Okay? Correct. So there you have it. Uh so that that's the reason why uh posture and breathing are so very very important. that was this quite in depth of an answer uh shihan uh, what are the different uh, components of a gojuryu karate session each time uh, you train your uh, students what are the different components of one session okay the components of one session basically uh karate has so many techniques it's impossible to do all the techniques in that one session and they're having a training right. camp which we call a gashaku gashaku Mm-hmm. right because in the gashaku you're training practically the whole day in when we go abroad and we train under sensei higaona my teacher and mm-hmm. a superb person has yet to come across uh we train for 5 hours so there are various aspects of karate taken care of most of them anyway right mm-hmm. uh similarly when i take a gashaku in india over here uh we do a whole day training so 3 hours in the morning or maybe 4 hours in the morning or one hour early morning for calisthenics and warm up type of thing then basically mm-hmm. then uh another 3 hours in kata then another 3 hours down the line on hojundo mm-hmm. uh which is supplementary training etc so all these aspects are taken care of basically uh on a regular day to day basis like i'm taking my zoom classes also over here uh and uh what we do is we bifurcated monday wednesday and friday so monday is your basic basic technique uh the basic block the basic attacks uh, re- repeated again and again and again and again okay they say it takes you 10000 repetitions to learn how to punch correct it's only at the end of 10000 repetitions that you that the punch is fluid that yeah. you don't think yeah. about the punch it happens without your conscious thought it just happens the same thing happens mm. with the blocks and the kick so uh, all these techniques and then taken in in moving as i said uh, karate is movement you don't stay in one place and fight mm. and there are stances there are different stances okay 
So each stance works a different area and is for a specific purpose. Correct. Like if, uh, the cat stance is for high agility drill. You're moving. Somebody right. comes at you from the back, and you suddenly shift the side in in the cat stance. So it's it's very it's like a cat, you know, hmm. runs here, there, everywhere. Hmm. Uh, and uh, so so there you have agility, you have balance, you have coordination, and you have both strength training also because of the number of repetitions they're doing with every technique. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah so that's on mondays on wednesdays okay. we do kata kata is prearranged forms now there are three types of kata categorization the basic beginner kata all right okay. then you have the self defense kata okay. okay which teaches you uh which teaches you self defense technique okay and okay. uh and every single movement within the kata is for a specific purpose hmm. okay all right mm -hmm. like for example imagine a, a confrontation on the street okay if you show mm -hmm. a person uh, two clenched fists like your you know like a on guard stance right Yeah yeah exactly like that yeah. so he's yeah. going to get angry yeah. and he's going to get angry he's going to lose his cool he'll probably punch you but yeah. why is he punching you because you have instigated him to punch you because you have put Correct. your hands there but if you clap your hand across your groin area and give a slightly yeah. uh, tilted uh, you know slightly tilted movement uh, of your body yeah. position you're in a mm. in a totally relaxed posture and mm. this your posture then reflects on him so even if he's shouting at you and he sees you standing like this like a meek old man he's he's not going to you know get violent okay mm. right mm. so so this this form of posture understanding is very important so mm. every single thing plus if he does attack you and you you've got your hands over here the attack is uh, 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 on the face area your hand can come up and block him if the attack is in the groin area your hands can go down and block him if he tries to hmm. kick you if he tries to grab you you can just spread your hands out and you know stop him from grabbing you and push hmm. him back right so mm -hmm. uh, so kata is very very important to understand and it is only through this that we develop what we call the sixth sense okay you've heard of the sixth sense right yes how do you develop it is through the katas that you develop it okay by doing that kata hundreds and thousands and millions of times literally okay what happens hmm. is that the uh, cerebral cortex right and the hypothalamus uh which is basically your lizard brain so to speak right correct and is instrumental in fight of flight response in a in mm -hmm. a seizure situation in a confrontation situation okay mm. you either freeze or you run or you fight there's nothing else correct. okay mm. 
it is this training of the khatas that develops constantly develops this pure instinct right if somebody uh, uh, to a layman a person sitting down another person says hi and you know just swipes his hand across your eyes your instinctive reaction is what to close your eyes correct correct right okay so mm. you just blink your eyes immediately this is natural instinct nobody is taught mm. you to blink your eyes if somebody comes close to you or if he pokes his fingers in your eye right mm. this is natural you don't have to think about it is an inbuilt mm. reflex response mm. right with the training mm. then automatically over about 2 3 years of time somebody punches you mm. your hand goes up and you block him correct a few more uh points a few more years down the line you'll not only block him but you'll counter as like an attack mm. a few more years down the line you will know exactly what he is going to do even before he does it mm. and this is all thanks to your kata strength nothing else okay mm. okay so the third aspect of kata is breathing Hmm. and this is more for health okay rather than a self defense aspect but it can be used also for the self defense aspect and there hmm. are two types of katas that we have in our system for breathing one is called uh, sanchin mm-hmm. which means three battles and uh, unfortunately the <laughs> video is not working otherwise i'd show everybody my book yeah oh that Yeah, for sure. Next time we, uh, it's going to work for sure. I'm sure. So next time we'll surely see. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's three battles, and now I'm doing a lot of research on tension. Sure. Hopefully, maybe in the coming years I'll come out with the book on tension. Sure. Uh, but that's awesome. still quite some time away. So there's mm. uh, Sanchin is hot, uh, hard breathing, hard concept. Mm. All right, and uh, tension is the soft concept. Now I can't. differentiate between the two with this this thing others will be going on for another four hours so yeah. maybe <laughs> we can work on this another time yeah okay yeah, yeah. so Certainly. and then lastly uh, we have uh, on fridays we have randori or kumite training now many different forms kumite basically is sparring okay there are many different forms of sparring for the juniors you have choreographed sparring so the attacker knows what the defender will do and the defender knows what the attacker will do it's called yakusoku mm. mite or promise fighting mm-hmm. you don't do anything but mm. what is supposed to do right mm. so mm. repetitive practice of this again enhances your your reflex training and instinct okay then you mm. have free sparring where your opponent does whatever he wants to you you do whatever you you want to in uh and if he gets a punch through you acknowledge it and say thank you because he has taught you a lesson to keep your guard up don't get angry hmm don't get angry there's no 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 reason to get angry he has taught you a valuable lesson learn from it lesson correct hmm okay and so that's sparring and the different aspects of sparring you have a heavy back training your makiwara all right and then we come to the supplementary exercises to build more power more strength more speed 
uh, one mm-hmm. i'll just give you two on strength training and power training mm-hmm. one is the tishi mm-hmm. tishi is a long handle mm-hmm. attached to a weight at one end and you do mm-hmm. all rotation exercises of the shoulder joint uh of the elbow joint and this not only develops the shoulder and your punching and blocking and your striking uh, attacks okay mm-hmm. but it also develops more importantly your whole core whole body core correct mm-hmm. because the power comes from the whole body yes and power training is always action and reaction mm-hmm. the whole system of karate is action and reaction Wait, one hand is punching you the other hand is pulling back so mm. the more powerful you pull back the more powerful your hand going out okay so all these movements are incoordinated plus then we have congo ken congo ken is a u shaped tube closed at both ends mm. yes okay and no it's a pipe basically it's a pipe closed at both ends it's about 5 feet mm. in length and about 3 mm-hmm. feet in width okay it's a long u like that and normally what we do is uh, the sand filled inside correct okay? all right not full not not locked not blocked with sand but just mm. uh, it's about half full maybe 3 quarters mm. full right mm. which makes it very unwieldy when you're trying to lift it exactly like yeah. a human body correct a human body is also unwieldy Okay, it's not mm. like a barbell where you pick up and bench press and you know, like squat and things like that. A barbell okay. is uniform. Okay, this mm. is very unbelievable. Okay, so the so uh, we do pushing techniques, pulling techniques, uh, grasping techniques, okay, and lifting techniques. All this and this develops the whole body power. Mm. Okay, so that's your Congo Ken, the Nigrigame for gripping strength. These are vases mm. or jars with a lip where you hold your fingers inside. And this type of grin, uh, remember that Goji Ryu, Okinawan Goji Ryu, the traditional, mm. not the sports stuff, but the traditional mm. uh, uh, style, so to speak, mm-hmm. emphasizes close combat or close in fighting. we don't fight at a distance like some of the other styles do we come in close or we allow mm. the person mm. to come in close and then ram him okay mm. so uh so at that point gripping techniques are very important and the gripping techniques and strength or also if you uh like grab somebody's hand and go on the ulna nerve right with your little finger if you have enough strength you can paralyze the nerve completely correct Hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm. Under the collarbone, you have a whole plexus of nerves over here. So mm-hmm. the gripping power, the finger power, you can jab him inside and hold it. He, hmm. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Okay. So, hmm. the, uh, so if you attack the vital centers and the pressure points, uh, you need strong fingers. Also, uh, uh, the nukite technique, the open hand technique. okay mm-hmm. uh, are far more dangerous than the close fist technique correct but again for that you need powerful fingers so yes. your fingers shouldn't buckle if you hit something <laughs> correct <laughs> okay all right mm. so there you have it uh 
in fact and the last aspect kara te do what does it mean kara means empty te mm. means hand do means mm. the will okay okay so empty hand come back or anam come back mm. but having mm. said that with your training your whole body becomes a weapon your head becomes a weapon your mm. shoulders become a weapon your knuckles become a weapon your open palm becomes a weapon your edge of the hand becomes a weapon your fingers become a weapon your shins become a weapon your knees become a weapon your elbow becomes a weapon your whole body in in effect becomes a weapon okay so every time we go abroad and we're going with a group uh, to okinawa or something we have to go to the security everybody gives everybody snide smiles and uh, you know when people are searching you <laughs> and they're looking for weapons but they can't figure out that your knuckle is the weapon your finger is the weapon your knee is the weapon <laughs> So, it's a little funny sometimes uh, but that's a karate joke so, <laughs> so this type of training uh, is also twofold not only does it become a weapon but when you train the outside of your hands the inside of your hands your shin okay against another person or against uh, uh, a hitting post right hmm. like a wooden post or a tree for example uh and what happens is that in these bones you form micro fractures hmm. tiny tiny fractures as these fractures heal they make the bone stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger okay uh we had a student uh in a demonstration he demonstrated how strong his shin was okay and he broke a baseball bat he broke a baseball bat with wow. a shin <laughs> was so, this in india or is it in japan in india in india in india oh wow okay long long ago in one of the demonstrations mm. so uh so there you have it uh, another student uh he was only a green belt at the time and he came into con- uh confrontation with somebody who was attacking him with the screwdriver large screwdriver so he okay. just blocked it and then the blocking action that guy's hitting action the person broke his arm fractured his arm wow okay so not much needed <laughs> not much needed right so the main see uh, in today's world I'd like to close off with this. Uh in today's world of instant gratification, you want anything, you go to amazon.com, you go to flipkart, press a button, pay the money and you got. Hmm. Hmm. There's very little physical or mental activity that goes into the process. But if you want to right. learn karate, you learn a lot of things. The art and science hmm. is one, okay? it makes you disciplined it makes you conscious that nothing comes easy you have to work for it if you want to reach that level all right mm. the never give up attitude okay yeah. you you flake out after doing 100 push up and sensei says one more mo ichido mo ichido one more time mm. 
Two to one. Then he says more ichido. One more time. Then he says more ichido. One more time. You've done a hundred katas, and he tells you more ichido. One more time. And you don't give up. You just keep going. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, it creates a sense of purpose and compassion and understanding that we are mm-hmm. all human and we all make mistakes. Okay. I'll ask you a simple uh, question: What is the difference between a beginner and a master? What are you asking difference? me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm oh, asking okay, okay. <laughs> what is the difference okay. between a beginner and a master? The master or sensei, in this case, hmm. is that he has made far more mistakes. Then the beginner has even attempted to do. Oh, correct, correct, hundred percent, yes. So mm. there you have it. So I hope uh, everybody enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed talking to them. <laughs> yes, uh, and I really hope that next time Instagram doesn't uh, have any issues like this. Yeah, which is, which I don't think it will. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a delight to watch you, like along with your audio. If your video would have been there, it would have been even <laughs> super. But but uh, but very informative session, Sensei, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time and addressing us today. My pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you so much, and uh, uh, and I'll get back in touch with you for the next uh, session we'll have on Monday. So everybody, keep uh, keep waiting and tune in next Monday, same time, three p.m. Unless there are any changes, I'll let you guys know. And until then, uh, have a great day. I, so someone is saying we want one yeah. more session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there is Rajesh, Sensei Rajesh Thakkar, who said, "Shihan, your explanation is too good with great details and with fantastic information." Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, Sensei. Thank you so much and have a great day. Arigato. Arigato. Thank you. Thank you.